Yeah. Okay, welcome back to the Corrective Culture Podcast. I love how <laughs> you yeah. just wait for me to yeah. come to the intro. Yeah. Today, we have Gabri- Gabriella Sassi. What a last name. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Nutritionist. <laughs> Naturopath. Yeah. Would you call you, what, what, what would you define yourself as? Nutritionist and naturopath. Like oh, you can right. say either, but mm. okay. yeah. yeah. Nice. Um, and we've, Gabby works with uh, Culture Wellness with Kirsty, who's been on the podcast before. And we recently had all our blood work done. We actually got every, fuck, did we get every test you can get done just about? Yeah, you've ordered every test yeah. you can get <laughs> done. Know, we've done two of them. Yeah, there's, there's actually the microbiome <laughs> one that's been sitting in my room for like, I don't know, two months now because you've got to shit in a cup and and I just haven't brought myself to doing it yet <laughs> just with the rush of the world and like, oh, fuck, I've got to like dedicate time to that. So we'll figure out that soon. But um, yeah, it was really interesting because we we – you know, we're pretty into our health, but I've actually never had any testing, never had any quantifiable data done besides the way I feel. Um, and it really opened our eyes up to where we could be lacking. And and especially for me with the heavy metals, but we'll definitely get more into that. Um, but first of all, a little bit of your backstory, how and why? And did you go through your own, I love asking people this question, did you go through your own uh, health problems or crisis to get into this or were you just passionate about it from the start I think it's a bit of a mix of a few things so I was always into sport and everything as a teenager and I guess I wanted to be healthy so I was kind of aware already and then I had a knee injury where I had to get a recon and you know being an active person then as a teenager and then not being able to do anything was a bit depressing so mm. I just wanted to recover really well and I just got into you know what can I eat what can I do Cairo, kinesiology, physio, all that stuff, all the rehab things. And then it just kind of started from there. And I was actually studying something else at uni. And then I was studying design. And then, I don't know, I was a (laughs) 20-year-old wanting to not study at all. So I kind of left uni for a few years and travelled. And then when I came back, I was just super interested in nutrition and atropathy and wanted to see how – wanted to live like a a very energetic life. So I guess it just kind of was – because I wanted to do it. I didn't really have any major health issues. Um, as a teenager, I played around with my diet a bit and I guess I had some female hormone issues that came up and that was a big learning curve for me because I, I find it really easy to talk to younger females about their hormones now because I had that experience. So a few little experiences, not anything really big, but mm. yeah, always had an interest in feeling good, I guess. Did you ever go vegan? No, <laughs> no, never went vegan. Most most people have gone definitely that not. I did go vegan, um, like accidentally. Oh right, and I felt terrible, so this I didn't work for me at all, yeah. and I just naturally went to more of a whole foods balanced diet. Yeah, uh, accidentally, yeah. like when you say accidentally, like how did that happen? Um, I don't know. A lot of women go through this like weird eating phase where they're not really sure what that I guess when they're younger with image and everything and I just kind of thought that that was healthy for Mm. me and actually was the most unhealthy but it works for some people it just doesn't work for others but Mm. yeah I wasn't very healthy at that stage and then um yeah I started eating animal protein again and I was like whoa this is a massive difference in my (laughs) energy levels (laughs) and everything else so yeah it worked for me to yeah more animal based cool yeah. tried and tested yeah tried yeah. and tested <laughs> <laughs> unintentionally yeah and like you know how you said like it works for some people i always wonder that like it works for 
those people, but would those people be a little bit better if they had a little bit of meat? You know, maybe just less of it. I'm not going to lie. I 100% yeah. agree. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, I remember yeah. um, Paul was, was saying like, you know, when they talk about, uh, say, all these bodybuilders or sport athletes that went vegan or they did this or did that. And he's like, yeah, but they did that. But could they have done it a little bit better? If they, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, yeah it's, for sure. It's really cool. And, and is there, say, is there a test or, or anything that or say the gene test or anything that you look into that tells you if you're going to be someone that can, I guess, uh, handle meat more, would have had more meat in your diet compared to someone that's going to handle carbs a lot better? Yeah, there's definitely a few different types of tests. Uh, so if you're going to do a gene test, amazing, we can do that straight away. But I think it's good to look at your microbiome and what they're eating, what your gut bugs are eating and what how, if they're breaking down more protein or more carbs. And then you can kind of rebalance the gut and look at you know your digestive system and you know if you've got enough acid and enzymes and all these other things and then you're going to be able to digest meat and then you can and then I would look at the genes because it's about how you turn on and off your genes I guess with what you're doing in your environment mm. yeah yeah well okay yeah. Um, that's how I would look at it but you can go ahead and do the gene test straight away there's lots of different yeah yeah and I'd love to, I'd, I wonder if there's a connection between the gene tests or the microbiome and also like someone's heritage like, is there, have you, have you seen that? Have you noticed that connection? Like, say, like I heard uh, Paul talk about, he goes, you know, if I've seen someone's parents who's, or someone whose parents both evolved where the ground freezes, they're generally going to be having a lot more meat in their diet, right? Because obviously if they're evolution, they would have had more meat during yeah. those cold, cold, cold times. I wonder if the genes are connected to that or can we trust our parents' heritage as much now since we've had planes and, in ships and mm. stuff that have you know my my great auntie you know fucked a mexican dude or something like that <laughs> yeah. you know, i got a little bit of mexican in me <laughs> yeah, and i can yeah, handle chili yeah. <laughs> yeah 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 oh definitely <laughs> so i think it plays a huge role your genes <laughs> will yeah make a big impact and also your microbiome is actually passed down through your family members as well so you get a very similar obviously you're made of bacteria so that's yeah. going to be passed down through your through your genes as well. Wow. Yeah. Wow. What's your background? What's your heritage? Um, both my parents are Italian. Oh, so nice. Mediterranean diet. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. when you know how you say Mediterranean <laughs> <Sorry>, diet. <laughs> yeah. Well, I used to eat a lot of bread and a lot of pasta. Yeah. It didn't really work out for me. Yeah. You know, that's a funny thing. Let's go into that a little bit, right? So the Mediterranean diet, but it's almost different to the stereotypical Italian diet. When, when you're an Australian person, you hear of Italian diet, you're yeah. thinking they're just eating bread and, and pasta. Yeah. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm pretty sure it has a pretty high rates of, um, colon cancer over there. I remember looking into it, right. Mm. But one of the highest in, in mm. the world, but is that, that's probably not like, did they evolve on that over in Italy, you know, or did they evolve on more of the fats and yeah. proteins? Well, like, I definitely think it was more fats and protein. Yeah. It's just <coughs> gotten a bit out of hand. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. True. Just easy, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh, dude. Easier. It's like this jujitsu athlete, uh, Mikey Musumeki, and he eats one pizza. He's Italian. <laughs> so he fun. eats one pizza, or no, two pizzas a day. He does. He fasts all day and then just eats two pizzas because he's just every night for that pizza. I'm just like, <laughs> so dude, like <laughs> trains all day long, and it's just got cheese on it, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a cheese pizza. Very I think. So his ligaments are made of cheese. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that's it. It's that's what you got to think. Your yeah, li- his ligaments are being his made passive of cheese. System are hanging of he's his just dough and cheese. Off dairy. Oh, <laughs> like I was talking to my f- friend, his roommate. And he's like, man, he has no protein, and his body feels soft and weak. And I'm, mm. and I'm like, these people are being made of the food that they're eating, but no one has 
wrap that concept around their head. Like I had um, fish and tabbouleh the other day, mm. like a few days ago. And I was thinking, I remember afterwards, and we have this app now, right? So you can, well, it's not for the public, but I'm using it where you can add like almost a food journal. And I put a, like, you can add a smiley face or a sick face or a, you know, blank face. And I added a smiley face because I was feeling good. And I wrote down in the journal what I ate that day. And also I wrote down any other personal notes you want, what subs I had, how much sleep I got. But I wrote down what I ate because later on in the day, um, I felt really good. And I, at that moment, I was like, why do I feel good? What have I done today that's different than the other day, right? And then I used the journal, say, a couple of weeks ago. I went to a cafe and I, I went and got a carbonara, meant to be a healthy carbonara, but still it's carbonara, and a coffee. And I started my day on a carbonara and a coffee, mm-hmm. right? And I added sausage short for the protein, but I remember later on feeling fucked and just feeling mm. jittery, which is that sort of sugar, like carb, you know, blood sugar thing, and just didn't feel good. Yeah. And, I, and then I took note of that. I was like, what did I do today? Oh, yeah, I had carbonara and coffee. What did I do the other day? I had fish and greens and lo- a living food. And that can change my whole choices for the day of how to interact with people, how people interact with me, just from what I put in my body for my cellular turnover that day, you know? <clears throat> So it's cool. It's cool just like being aware of these little things and, and finding your food intolerances. And are, are you personally, I'm always interested in this, are you personally intolerant to any foods that aren't the average, the basic ones like bread and that? Have you found any like random little veggies that you're like, just, your genes just can't handle, you know? Definitely no to the vegetables. Like I'm just can tolerate. I'm, I've got a pretty good gut actually. Yeah. I just don't eat gluten um, yeah. and very rarely I will. It just doesn't feel good for me. Mm, and yeah. it's more, it's not really a physical symptom. It's more of a mental health symptom that I get. I get yeah. really low mood and I'm just terrible. So you won't um, bloat? You won't bloat? Not really. I'm yeah. just, my mood is, it just really affects my mood. Yeah. So, and what else? So dairy, I don't, obviously I wouldn't drink milk. I yeah. only have ghee, um, butter, and they're the main things that I, I probably avoid. What about like yeah. raw milk? Would you have that or you just don't feel good on it? Yeah, I would if it if I wanted it, but I don't really need, I don't mm. really want it. Right, so okay. yeah. Yeah, it's good here. Yeah, yeah. I um mm. I fuck I love I love raw milk, hey, but I feel fine when I have it. I don't know, I don't really notice any difference. But I remember getting some mm. gene test ages ago that said probably lactose tolerant. Yeah. Lactose well, tolerant. Probably tolerant, yeah. A lot of dairy is inflammatory. So Yeah. I'm would avoid it if you're treating something. <laughs> right. Okay. Okay. Um, sweet. All right. So our blood work. So yes. um, so for people listening, these are the tests that we did. I just go to Kirsty and like, hey, let's just get everything done. Let's just, if you just wanted someone to be optimal, what would it be? Right. So we had a Dutch test done. Mine sort of stuffed up, but we got a part of the information. We had a Dutch test done. We'll, we'll go into what that is. Right. Uh, we had our hair tested. We had, which, which gives us minerals and heavy metals and stuff like that. We had our bloods done, which gives us bloods, right? Um, we still got to do our microbiome. We'll do another podcast when we get all that sort of stuff. Mm. Um, I haven't done my bloods yet either. You haven't done your bloods? No, okay. No. And uh, <laughs> my genes, have my genes <laughs> done. And I think that's... We're good clients. I think that's it, right? Yeah. Um, so out of all the tests, if someone wants to get... If you had a health issue, what one test should someone get out of those tests? Dutch. <laughs> I always go the microbiome test first. Really? I haven't done <laughs> yeah. it? Fuck. Yeah. Fuck. Okay. okay. Yeah, I haven't done mine either. I really, I'm so excited to get that. Okay, tell me mm. why. Well, there's so many reasons why, but I think that 
And a lot of naturopaths and nutritionists always talk about how important gut health is. So it's a really good place to start to educate someone is, you know, working with their diet, how their body is responding and what's living in their gut. Because as you guys know, because you do a parasite cleanse, Mm. it, it really influences the rest of your health. So if I was going to treat a certain condition like rheumatoid arthritis or whatever, anything, it, always, it would always start with the gut. So having a baseline on what's going on in there is really important. And then, yeah, adjusting anything initially because your body will respond if your, you know, your nutrition is adequate and you're getting what you need from your food and, you know, you don't have any parasites or bacteria or fungi or anything like that in your gut. So that is the biggest thing that I would work with first mm. and if any if that's not functioning well you're not going to have your hormones adapt so easily you know they run the show in your body so they keep us alive mm. so they're just going to mm. adapt very quickly <laughs> if we started treating the hormones first that's fine but and then we treat your gut then your hormones have to readjust so yeah true it's just important cool. to start there first I think okay yeah. so and for the Dutch test it's it's really the most comprehensive would you call it hormone Panel test? Or yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and why is that the, the sort of standard these days for people? Uh, it depends on the person. I'll probably get like normal pathology lab test done too so you can do the comparison. But with hormones, they change so much throughout the day. And also with women, it's, you know, where are you at in your cycle? So each day is or each week is different. So you need to test them at a certain time. And the Dutch test, you're, you know, you're using a urine sample for different times in the day as well so your hormones will, will change at you know morning afternoon and night time so having a measure of what's happening throughout that time is really important especially mm. when it comes to cortisol and it also looks at not just your main hormones it looks at the metabolites so once they've been broken down in the body and then how they're getting processed out of the body because if they get stuck in a certain pathway then that can affect um other areas of your body like your detox pathways and then you know you can get all these other set of symptoms so for example with estrogen women and estrogen if that's metabolizing really well and getting broken down and your methylation pathway is working really well and you know you're going to have you know minimal symptoms but women can often get estrogen dominance and that's when that pathway is blocked and then there's like a there could be a gene mutation or there just could be um their liver just could be slow Phase two liver detox pathways could be working slow. So just having an understanding of that mm-hmm. gives me, um, yeah, much more room to move in clinic and where to go first. Mm, yeah. And also easier to explain to people and you can see where their risk factors are in terms of disease and stuff later in life too. So right. they're more estrogen dominant. You know, you can get those bad estrogens that can be DNA damaging as well. Mm-hmm. So Is that where thing like the, the, the PCOS and the endo come into play or is that? Endo, definitely. PCOS, yes, because, we I mean, we can definitely see what's going on um, with a woman's hormones in the Dutch test. Sorry, I've just pivoted to just women because it's more in depth. No, 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 let's do it. But, yeah, so PCOS and there's a it's a bit of a complex picture, but you'll look at the um, androgens as well, so the women's androgens, which are the male sex hormones, and if they're obviously if they're really elevated, then it indicates more of a PCOS uh, picture. And... Women with endo, yes, you can see all of that in the Dutch test as well. So if they're more estrogen dominant too, and how like how bad it is as well. So mm. and how yeah. much, how I hard we need to go with supplements or diet. Fully, I read something um, Kirsty posted the other day on how they're saying the latest studies have come out and saying it's a bacteria based disease. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's pretty w- wicked. Yeah, see, it always stems <laughs> back to the gut. It does, eh? It's because like, it produces inflammation, and yeah. um, they're all inflammatory diseases. 
So you can get – there's something called – I don't know if this is the research paper that Kirsty read, but if you have a set of a microbiome and you've got this particular metabolite that this bacteria produces, it can – make you very, very estrogen dominant because it really blocks up those um, phase two liver detox pathways. I'm talking very casually (laughs) to anyone who's Mm. listening, but um, it's not as serious as it sounds. You you just get an accumulation of this particular metabolite and that affects your hormones and you Mm. can't eliminate those hormones effectively and then it recirculates in the blood and then that can just um, create more estrogen dominance, which is what endo really is, an inflammation basically. Mm. Have you ever seen someone... Completely heal from their endometriosis? Definitely, yeah. Definitely yeah. in terms of symptoms, but um, it's a combination treatment. It is something that you need a lot to do a lot of work with as well. And there's a big like emotional side to it too. Yeah. So mm. there's lots of people that need to be involved yeah, in right. treating endo. Mm. Yeah. Um, and is it just like a complete anti-inflammation life overhaul? And does it come back down to the basics for most of these people yeah definitely always start with basics yeah i guess that's a way that you can begin without feeling overwhelmed as well Mm. so getting a diet anti-inflammatory like straight away is really important and there is a big genetic side to endo as well and also you know you really need to take into consideration your lifestyle and all of those things need to be sorted out as well Mm. and and what do you think it is about how, why is it so common now compared to even probably like 10 years ago, you know? Why, why, why does just about every second girl have PCOS or endometriosis? Probably coming from, you know, inflammation and in our food and our environment and, you know, how our body is processing things and also lifestyle is a really big one mm-hmm. too. So I think it's a combination of everything. Yeah. 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 Um, cool. Fuck, that's cool, eh? Yeah, I feel like it, lifestyle is such a such a big one, eh? If you're gonna be calm, like you know, like we in my tests, like my stress hormones were through the roof, and I was thinking like could just go on, on ten years, not knowing, not changing, and I was like, well, let's see how much I put this into play now. Like lifestyle factors are so huge, like training at night, well over training for sure, too much coffee, too much yang energy out. Yeah. I was just like, fuck, how easy is this to fix? But some people would rather just get sick than change their lifestyle because change is scary. Yeah. But definitely. it's the most important thing and sometimes it does take disease or it, it takes an injury or something to like snap you out of it and you go, oh, fuck, I better get serious now. Yeah. But it, the real hard work is changing it without having any hardships. Yeah. <laughs> yeah <laughs> There's not many people that do it. Oh, mm. yeah, especially if you go into the older generation that you can't tell my mum or dad no definitely you know not I mean? like trying to explain them. to them and they'll nod <laughs> it's very they'll hard. nod and then they'll just go do the same yeah thing, you know I mean? and it's like you hit a certain age and there's no going back or yeah. something okay but yeah. then at the same time you hear about those like my roommate's parents they fully changed everything you know and oh, it's like yeah they went Fuck. they went all into it so you get these people that are like oh yeah this is what i gotta do okay done you know but then you get the people that you tell them and you can see they're looking elsewhere because it's like and that it's like they don't even know they're doing it yeah you know? it's like i always talk think about like is it fluoride in the water or something sometimes i'll be explaining something to yeah say like some older crew whether it's my family or whatnot and i can see and then they just drop an excuse and they start talking about something else and then tell me they don't do it while i'm in their fridge looking at it all the shit like it's <laughs> yeah. it's, it's really it's a 
it's so disconnected from the, the truth or reality. And and I've sort of now I've realized because we've all been through when you get into the health journey, you just preach it, right? Like that, when you start, you know, yeah. you start yeah. and you're like, fuck it, this, look at this, fuck. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, like yeah. everyone's, you know, you're just better than everyone or something. Like, um, and everyone goes through that. Everyone that goes yeah. in the check, like Gavin spoke around the potty, you just start telling the whole world, what are you doing? What are you doing? Tell them what they mm. should be doing. And now I know, and it's, it's so, it's so true that when you just start living it and not even preaching it, like just start living it, crew around you just start jumping on board and they jump on board with little changes but little changes are better than forcing them to do it like when i used to scaffold my, my crew around me then started like not like okay we'd go and i'd choose the kombucha instead of the coca-cola and then all of a sudden they they choose the coke they choose the coke and all of a sudden it's like oh i'll try that birch oh it yeah. tastes all right and then yeah. all of a sudden they're trying birch and that's just a little example of anything anything yeah. in the world you, re- you respect someone like you say Callan. like you respect someone who can control what ultimately what they put in their mouth because yeah. if they can control what they put in their mouth they can control all other aspects of their life yeah, yeah. how's i was just gonna say a funny story like i was got this new harley scooter thing and i was riding along the dog path the other day like from from our gym and there's like these two <clears throat> what look like to be like lesbians walking and then i <laughs> rode past them and i had the dogs off lead and they were chasing my scooter because it's like good exercise for them and one of them was like Phew. and i was like kind of turned around and, her. <laughs> and i was like sorry excuse me and she's like that's illegal and i was like what what me like what's illegal and they're like the dog should be on the lead and i was like oh, oh yeah who who said and she's like and they just lost it laughing at me like they were just like oh, actually God. who like, knows the council said it idiot <laughs> like they couldn't <laughs> like they couldn't believe like Dude, that's like so they, good. they were so oh. they they are like how I am. Like I'm thinking about them. I'm like they're so in the matrix. They have no yeah. fucking idea. But they think that about me. Yeah. And I was like, this is the funniest thing yeah. ever. And I was polarity. Like, eh? yeah. And I was like, I, I was like, I gotta give it to him. I was like, you guys are just stuck in the matrix. You don't even know what. Like I don't believe in that kind of law. Like that's ridiculous. Yeah. And then and then they were just like still laughing. And then as I was riding off, they go. They're like, and guess what? You should be wearing a helmet. And, oh, they, were, and no they, were laughing. they were laughing their head off, dude. Like they just thought it was the funny. And I was like, that was the best. Yeah. I wonder if no, they were taking the piss on that fun. one. Or like. No, they were, they, they were serious. Oh, right, like were dead serious. serious. But they were, they were laughing at how stupid I was. Yeah. <laughs> I was explaining this. Like there's rules in life. And, and the rules I follow in life aren't written by a man in a suit somewhere in parliament. You know what I mean? There's, mm. there's, there's just moral rules. Yeah. So. Like, a, say a dog off lead at a beach. I don't give a fuck if it's a, um on-lead dog beach area. Assuming you've got control over your dog and it's not running up to other people's dogs, mm. I don't give a fuck if it's off-lead walking next to you. And yeah. there's no... And you may get some some um dog... What are they called? Like, council people come up. But they're the ones who are like, fuck off. You know, yeah, like... Yeah, yeah. like, And people think you got to follow the rules. Like, Jake and I were at the beach when this happened and mm. these two dog council ladies came up... We're in the, there's no one around, right? We're in the middle of fucking nowhere. We're probably, it's like no one around. They come up on their like, on their, um, their ATV, ATV, mm. just like on the, with their like speed dealer sunny. It's just like, just <laughs> loving it. Like, yeah. oh, we're going to get these oh, two. Yes. You know what I mean? And we looked at them and, and I just grabbed Rami and walked away and Jake's talking to him. And then I'm just like, who are these people? Like, and who cops a fine from any of these people? Don't they need a name or something? Mm. And which means you're giving them your name. So you're just giving the government money. And then they walk up and you said like, I've watched you ruin so many people's day on this beach. Like, I've got nothing to say to you. And we just walked <laughs> yeah. away and they can't do shit. <laughs> and we avoided a 300 whatever dollar fine. Yeah. And and then people do this all the time. People just accept it. 
But mm. if, you know, if there's no moral wrong, mm. who gives a shit? You know yeah. what I mean? And that, that's, that's it in life. Because, you know, it was, it was the ethics of the Nazis were to kill the Jews. Mm. And it was ethical to do it to that mm. time. So people were saying it was just my job. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it was still immoral. But it was legal. So you didn't get the fine? No, I didn't get the fine. <laughs> nah, fuck the fine. I told him to fuck off. Yeah, I, yeah, I almost 100%. want them to come up to me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like, nah, you can't get me. It's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's like fun. But anyway, so what were we talking about? So, talking- so that that like correlates really well with the health, the whole health thing. Like, there's rules. And like, I, I was having a conversation with the guy this morning about how he's like, yeah, I'm going to get my doctor and I've got all my genes and got all this blah blah blah. And I was like, well, they don't really do like that comprehensive testing. Like, you should go see these people. And he's and he's like, oh, I got tested for parasites. Don't have any. And I'm like, yeah. You lived in Bali for yeah. five years. Odds are you probably do. Yeah. And um, and he's got an inflamed transverse colon. He's like, it's just here. It's right here. Oh, and my like, God. Dude. And I'm yeah. like, go get tested. Like, get your heavy metals. Get, I just said, get all your testing done. And I was thinking, like, the, the norm is to just go to your doctor. And most doctors I know are fat, sick, and nearly dead. Mm. And we're listening to them. So I'm just like, fuck the norm. Just have a look, like yeah. you know, go see someone that looks healthy and is pre and actually doing the work, not just based off some study. Yeah. So I think that's the same in in life. Like listening to rules, you don't always have to listen to rules. Look at the rules they made up. So most of them are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, we don't we don't want to get into that whole the whole thing of money, but oh my god, it's ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> With the parasites, you know, it's it's a good example. In clinic every day, I'm always well, we do lots of testing yeah. for parasites and whatever you know mm. what we do for testing, but. I always say to clients, you know, you're not always going to see what comes up in a test as well. So I still go by those naturopathic principles of going on sim- symptoms and, and all of that too because we see people eliminating things that are just <laughs> very much parasitic <laughs> yeah. and they've done every test under the sun. They've lived in Africa, Morocco, Southeast Asia, all these different places and don't know why they're so chronically sick. Mm. And so... We do do lots of testing, but I'll always bring in, you know, what I think as well, depending on the symptoms. So that's, yeah, you, you don't always follow the rules, I mm, guess. Yeah, You just sure. got to trust that too. The best yeah. practitioner yeah. will, the practitioner will experience will do that, you know, and the mm-hmm. ones that, the new ones off the block will always look for the tests and look, it's like what I did with the check shit. I used to mm. revere yeah. the numbers because this range of motion was 20 degrees less, but now I look at what I'm seeing a bit more. Yeah. And you can run with that. It you just know? comes with knowing you know mm, what they're presenting with, with is really obvious in every person yeah so i guess and yeah, I, lo- I, that. I love that you said like so a lot of people will get a parasite test and they will pass won't they and but they will still have parasites because we have actually seen oh them. definitely mm. yeah mm. every every week we get photos yeah <laughs> i don't know about you yeah. guys so, oh, every fucking day yeah. i can't yeah. even look at them anymore i have to get yeah. someone else to yeah. open them for yeah. me yeah. what do you yeah what do you find is the most common parasite in australia that you see your clients excrete um, never can really see the particular parasite and I, I actually don't see the ones that are the most common. Right. It's usually overseas parasites or ones that aren't actually, that I don't get from Australia that I see coming out in big lots. Right. So if you've done a lot of traveling mm-hmm. and you've lived, which is totally fine, I love traveling, mm. um, you just got to look after your gut and always do cleanses and everything. But mm. yeah, very t- two common parasites are blastocystis and diatomoeba, they're very, very common and they always co-infect with other things. So if you've got them, there's definitely other things happening in the gut. Mm. Yeah, well, yeah. and which one of them is a liver flu- One of them are liver flukes, isn't it? Like Diatomoeba, but yeah. they can, because they come together with yeah. other things, because once you get 
something in your gut, it creates a really nice environment to invite other people mm. in that, that they like to hang wow. out with. And yeah, you get you can get all different types of worms and parasites mm. from there. What a lot of people don't know is like you really do need to starve them out as well with with herbs and yeah. and that can take some of them are so stubborn they bury so deep in the intestinal wall that yeah. it can take up to six months a year to get rid of them. Some yeah. like you know longer. even longer. Yeah. So yeah, that's why it's so uh, a parasite cleanse or or working with someone like yourself like it's you got to do the work. It's yeah, not just you like do. there's no you can't just go to the doctor and get like you know antibiotics yeah because <laughs> that's just gonna yeah, antibiotics yeah you can actually but then mean, you just end yeah. up worse yeah Ooh. i got a mate that's just took the that version of it <laughs> yeah. you just need to do a lot of rebuilding later yeah, and then you'll yeah. probably get him again i got a mate yeah, that just yeah. doesn't have the self-discipline right <laughs> and and he's like he just thinks fuck i got i think i got worms and shit because he just knows me so he knows it's a common thing i tell mm-hmm. him about symptoms he's like oh i got all them and he just took these fucking <laughs> pills recently that stop him absorbing glucose nice. and a and a worm <laughs> oh. the size of my forearm came he goes shit loads of little ones oh, come out but he gosh. goes man like yeah. a worm the size of my forearm came out of me and he goes it was like i was a little bit scared and in shock <laughs> and was like whoa what the fuck's going on you know what i mean mm. um so why why would someone not just take the pill yeah yeah, why yeah. would someone why? Why, like say how he he took the pill and it's killed this parasite? Yeah, why does someone not want to go the easy route and do that? Well, that parasite or worm has just probably laid eggs and they'll need to take it again. Yeah. Um, but also, you want to really look after your microbiome, and that will just kind of Nuke wipe it, it out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and it's you know you might need antibiotics for something else really serious later down the line, and you yeah. kind of want to save it for those you times. Do. But yeah. you just don't get the full benefit and you can do it with herbs. So yeah. you can do it with herbs and diet. Yeah. Um, if someone's really reluctant to change their diet, there's so many other ways you can sort of, I'm definitely saying that diet, you'll get long-term results, but yes. I'll often work with clients on just maybe taking down a notch, like one taking out one set of food because you can definitely get rid of it mm. still. Mm. So just reducing herbs. the sugar content and bringing in the herbs can generally help a lot. They don't have to go a complete zero sugar protocol all the time. They really have to. They they should. Yeah. Um, but it's, you know, I'm, I'm at the point where, like, I know that how bad they are for you. You just kind of need to start somewhere. And then usually people start to feel really good and they start to see it and then they change their diet. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, but I wouldn't do go down that path if it's not a, um, you know, these parasites and worms are, you know, known as benign to GPs because they're not going to kill you. They're not going to do anything drastic to your health, but they eventually will deplete you so much so mm. that's why they're not you know treated immediately mm. but yeah you can do it with and they, they make diet. you crave sugar right yeah definitely how, how do they do you. that what's the mechanism of them doing that? um it's not just sugar like obviously they feed off that but it, they have a lot of interaction with your brain as mm. well so they that gut brain axis have you guys heard of that mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you know they'll make us bite our nails they'll make us be nervous all these things that make mm. them re-enter our digestion so putting our hands in our mouth touching our face being anxious those sorts of things so it's just you know everything's here to survive Mm. and that's their way of yeah and especially when you're ramping up the cleansing that normally happens too people can feel really that's why you know when you're saying before that you're feeling really low energy and stuff Mm. maybe it's got something to do with that yeah Yeah. for sure for sure i'm very very highly tuned with that like i remember the first two times and i had anxiety and depression too badly um, it was so weird, such such a lifetime ago now. But I remember eating, like I was two weeks into the first cleanse. This was like, this is a long time ago, over ten years ago, and um, I just I was so affected by it 
that I just had, to, I was crying like every night. And then one day I was like, fuck it. I just got to go get a burger. And I had a burger and I was, I was, I was eating the burger. I was crying. I was just like, <laughs> I can't do this. Like, that's how a bit much it affected me. So every person that I ever have put on the cleanse, I've always been like, beware. And usually yeah. they're way better than me. They're like, yeah. they're like Callan where they're just like, oh, it's pretty sweet. I'm like, not really feeling anything. But if you're highly tuned or if your hormones are highly tuned or just everyone's so different. Yeah, it's good to Mm. tell your um, following as well, you know, what's their like their downfalls in their health before, because that's probably the biggest symptom that they're going to have in a cleanse. Mm. You know, are they more likely uh, common to get anxiety and depression? Do you get low energy? Do you just like get brain fog? You know, do you have gut symptoms? And that is usually what happens, mm. what's affected the most. Mm. Yeah, yeah, we get a lot of people that when they start the charcoal and the clay, they start bloating, like psyllium husk, like the sweet yeah. two of the cleanse. Yeah. They'll just start bloating like straight away. Not yeah. everyone, yeah. but you get these people, they're the ones that have the gut issues already. Yeah. Um, what What would you, what do you say that is? Like what? Um, well, they're binders. So they're just kind of drawing out lots of toxins and bacteria parasites produce a lot of toxins mm. so you know they're releasing as you're killing them and then these this charcoal and i don't actually know what's in your binders but charcoal. Clay, charcoal psyllium husk cool peppermint uh and chamomile That's yeah it. so once those people get everything moving and they've had some die off they're probably fine is that what happens like they're oh fine yeah, yeah 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 so it's I mean, just I that initial so. <laughs> big die off there's a lot happening yeah. in there and there's a lot of binding happening and then everything's just and sitting stress, there stress as well from yeah that, from the cleanse and Kirsty was and saying then you like, just start eliminating yeah, it, it's fine they um they get constipated too yeah so that's another yeah, thing. really common yeah yeah so especially you more for women like yeah definitely more for women not yeah. a lot of men do yeah which is yeah, yeah hormones are very complex yeah. women are yeah. <laughs> yeah but then some for some women it just works so well. Yeah. So for those people that deal with the constipation, are you enemas, right? Enemas, would you use like center leaf tea and stuff? Like yeah. Any, anything it depends, that helps get it out? It depends on the person. Yeah. yeah. So if I have a consult with them and um, they're not drinking any water, like just could be as simple as that. Mm. Or mm. enemas, um, just getting them to chew their food, like very simple yeah, stuff or herbs. You know, I might give them a prokinetic or something like that. Digestive enzymes. Just some because mm. yeah, getting backed up is probably the worst thing you can do on a cleanse. Mm. Yeah, 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 okay. definitely. Um, for things like I love, I'm just these questions that's coming to my head as we go. <laughs> um, because I just saw a reel yesterday, this lady talking about it, like mm. rosea, uh, ex eczema. Is that how you say it? Eczema. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Um, all those skin sort of little fungally looking skin issues that pop up, like that they're, they're the gut, right? Or, yeah. 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 Um, is there a food allergy a component to it a lot of the time? Uh, with some people, yes. But, yeah, that's just a whole other set of questions. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely just your – obviously your skin is a um, detoxification organ as well. Mm-hmm. So that's all going to come out in the skin. And, you know, if you are deficient in EFAs or whatever and your skin barrier is not amazing, you might pop up with more of those things. What's an EFA? And Oh, essential fatty acids. Oh, right. So, yeah. you know, you get that from fish yeah. and nuts mm. and seeds and, and everything. Just Or zinc, you could just be deficient in zinc and then you might be more prone to those sort of skin disorders as mm. well. Mm-hmm. Um, you might not have enough lactobacillus, which is a, in probiotics in our cultures. Mm-hmm. Um, that modulates that. So, yeah, a, a lot of different things it could be. But fungal issues are pretty common mm. on cleanses. And for the – like you hear about people – and we spoke about this at dinner, but it would be good for the people to listen to. Like, 
talk about um, say they got some I'm not sure if it's E. coli or they got some SIBO or some bacterial overgrowth yeah. and they're told to stay mm-hmm. away from all ferments and yeah. and things like that. Why why uh, your ferment or the culture wellness ferment instead of you know the sauerkrauts or, or the other ferments? Um, well, the cultured wellness ferments are basically like a probiotic. So they're, they're basically a very strong type of ferment, but they're isolated bacteria. So it's bacteria that is delactate free and that is lactate is what generally um, delactate is what generally flares people because it creates a histamine response and those people with gut issues have, a lot of histamine being secreted and they're reacting to FODMAPs and all these other things. So if they're having those ferments as well and they're getting that delactate, they're just going to, it's just going to be a nightmare. Mm -hmm. So that's why people are scared of them and they don't want to have them and they think they can't have probiotic, but that's what they need. Um, You need a particular type of probiotic and yeah, ours are like that. Plus they're really strong. They're like a therapeutic grade. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I've recently started having, I had coconut yogurt last night with Mm. fermented apple, mango, and pear. It's pretty good. Fucking People good. usually take a while to start fermenting yeah. that much. Yeah, so. yeah. So no, good. no, I went to town on it. it tastes amazing. Yeah, it's, like, yeah, it's yeah, good. It's, it's a unique flavour. Mm. Yeah. Um, and, okay, so that's why you can use those those ferments. Yeah, and you just start really slow. Obviously, someone with gut issues and might have a bit of competition happening with the bacteria, so they'll probably still bloat um, at the start. And then, mm. yeah, you just start with one teaspoon, one tablespoon, and then build it up. Yeah, 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 cool. So good. Tastes what, so alive. It tastes like a bunch of ants in your mouth. I know, it <laughs> it's does. So That's weird. a really it's good like, explanation. Like popping candy or something. Yeah, like. popping. Actually, I had a lady say that to me this week. Yeah, yeah. yeah you can it's tell a party it's alive. Going on. Mm. I love it. I yeah, love that it's part of your mouth. Food. Huh? It's, it's a new thing. I'm, yeah, you can tell. Like, I'm, yeah, I'm really. Oh, it's so good on the cleanse. Like, oh, yeah. ferments. It's crazy. You can have fruit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Best thing ever. So, on a parasite cleanse, you can have fermented fruit. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Because it takes out pretty well most of the sugar, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do you know how much of the sugar it takes out? Like percentage-wise? Oh, 99% or yeah. more. Eh? Really? Yeah, it takes out most of the sugar. Yeah, yeah nice. Yeah. Okay, good, 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 good. Um, Depends how long you ferment it for. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I've, I've, I figured. Yeah. Um, so far, fermented pawpaw has been my favourite. Yeah. yeah, that was like just for people listening when you get into the ferments. There's actually, I think we got the ferment link on our link tree on our Instagram. So yeah, yep. we got like eight in our freeze here that Kirstie gave us that I haven't given to anyone yet. But <laughs> it's so good. Man. I know. We'll just keep using them. And get uh, Kilner jars. Kilner jars are the best. Yeah, yeah. Kilner jars. They're so good. Um and and Kirstie's we'll do one too though, but Kirstie's mm. got a video on YouTube. If you type in cultured wellness ferment, she's got a video how to do it on YouTube. So I watched that and just got the little finer details. Um so anyway, our bloods, right? Yeah, back I'm, to that. I'd love <laughs> to get into um Okay, like the. Do you remember, like, because you do you need to open your computer or you Let sort of I'll have a think. Okay, see if I remember. <laughs> All right, we'll say like um, if we went to our blood work, right? The big takeaways that I can sort of remember from our blood work is that I, I saw from the doctor, right? The doctor, it was it was all all our ranges were good, right? Yeah. But my cholesterol ranges weren't wouldn't have been good to the doctor. But yeah. all the other ranges would have been good to the doctor. Yeah. But to you guys and and all functional range people, it's like the ranges weren't optimal but the cholesterol was okay um and and then yeah so can you sort of tell us like the big takeaways you took from jake and i's blood work and i haven't had mine yeah oh yeah okay mine sorry so (laughs) i I know my my zinc was a little low my magnesium was a little low yeah my uh cortisol at the time of the test was was pretty high yeah um what else yeah i guess it's coming back to me okay so 
yeah, you had that high CK. Had the really high yeah, CK creatine kinase. That. It was through the roof. Yeah, yeah. but that we figured out why. Uh, did we? Yeah. Oh, me training the day. Yeah, but yeah. you're taking creatinine oh, as was, well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. CK is a cardiovascular marker, so yeah. that being high is not a good thing. So we took that out, and we're going to retest it. Mm-hmm. But I guess. As a naturopath, we're looking at prevention, not when you're in disease already. Mm-hmm. So we're looking at different ranges and I was kind of trained by a biochemist, a naturopathic biochemist who um, has different ranges and it's more in, ter- in terms of like where those ranges are before you get to disease. So mm-hmm. for example, with your cortisol, that's um, that was very high in the morning. And yes, your cortisol is meant to be the highest in the morning, but that was a bit above range. But then we kind of aligned it with your Dutch test, mm. which breaks down cortisol throughout the day. And yeah, everything was sitting high. So that's why we gave you the adrenal herbs and mm. those adaptogen herbs too, like withania and Romania. Mm. I need some, I just ran out. I need some new ones yeah, did you notice them. a difference on those? Um, I slept better. I'm not sure if it was that or the, um, or the magnesium Magtor yeah. stuff, but I slept more solid and more through the night than i usually would oh that's good that's Mm. the whole point so adaptogen herbs work (laughs) to adapt your hormones so they won't just like raise your cortisol or lower your uh, cortisol they literally make it a balanced level so Mm. that's why herbs are awesome oh ashwagandha was like i know i haven't done my blood yet but i had high cortisol and yeah um i've got that adrenal enhanced yeah that which is just with ania yeah with ania um and a bunch of other stuff but um the ashwagandha was just like that is i've got some potion ashwagandha and i was yeah. like okay well i'm just gonna double up on it and that is the most noticeable herb i've ever had yeah it's so good i just can't believe it it's I like know. for me i just feel a sense of calm yeah like for the first time you can't it's too long though can you is it like you gotta alternate ashwagandha or something um we're hearing something about like I, two there are on. certain herbs that yeah. you need to do that with but actually it's not too bad okay. ashwagandha you yeah. can kind of stay on yeah yeah, I've been um, having it every night and it's just so – I oh. notice when I don't have it, that's for sure. Well, I just yeah. realised like I Me think too. the last couple of nights sleep was a little bit more reckless because I'm out of that stuff now. Mm. Yeah. yeah, fully. Yeah, well, so I noticed like, a big change in you, man, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. heaps um, heaps of change. Yeah, I was like your skin looked better for one and then you were definitely um, – like you were just a lot more grounded. Mm. Actually, a few people even mentioned it. Mm, they yeah. did, yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I'll have to get the Mortisem today. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How long, how um, long, so like, you know, how long is Callan going to have to stay on this stuff for? Like, or should he just, is it um, just part of life now, you know? Like, definitely needed to see both of you sooner <laughs> than yeah. when you've left it with all. Yeah. Because in a console, it's kind of, I'm doing it in sections. I'm not just doing everything at once. Okay. So it really depends, mm. you know, you, and then we retest and we see, right. or we just check in on symptoms. I'll do my testing tomorrow. I'll do really good to have those bloods. Um, I'll do my bloods tomorrow, my Dutch tomorrow. I'll do my bloods tomorrow as well. Cool. But, you know, as you're doing these changes as well, so we made some different changes to lifestyle as well. Can't remember what they were. Stop training at night. Yes, Mm. that's it. And then that might even just be enough. And once you start doing that for a while, you you might not need the herbs anymore because you don't need, Mm. you don't have that, Mm. you know, you're not burning through minerals and b vitamins anymore Mm. because you're not so stressed. Your body's not so stressed. So the stress, Eats up your B vitamins, eh? Definitely. <laughs> yeah. And would you get all those B vitamins from liver? Yeah, you can get all of them from liver, but yeah, okay. yeah whether you're absorbing them. But mm. you do have a genetic snip, you know, you might not be utilizing your B vitamins very well. So that all comes into it too. And you can kind of understand that in a first console anyway. Yeah. yeah. Man, yeah. blue light blockers are a game changer. Yeah. Like not, 
I had blue light blockers, but I didn't have the night ones. So yeah. I was blocking out 98% of the light and no green light. So I got the ones that block out 100% of the blue light and all of the green light as well. That's been so different. Are you like on the computer all day? No, this or? is just at night time because oh, okay. I, I want to watch movies at night. Yeah. I love, it's like okay. my favorite thing. And um, I didn't realize, but that was just like wrecking me as well. Because mm. the last two nights I've just got these new ones and I was it's noticeable, like really noticeable. Like my, I just feel a lot calmer. Yeah. Yeah, like a lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it definitely makes you more tired. Fuck, it's crazy. You start to get tired. Yeah, like stuff. I went to bed. I've been going to bed since I got those two nights now. I've been going to bed at like nine, just like fully tired. Yeah. It's just different. Letting that circadian rhythm yeah. align better. Yeah, yeah, it's massive. So if anyone who That's watches so TV good. at night. Anyway. Actually, I did yeah. remember in your Dutch you had mm. quite low melatonin. Melatonin remember? wasn't, that was, yeah, that but that was comes with that. high cortisol, right? Because your yeah. melatonin won't be released. Yeah, yeah. and... Obviously, screens at night as well. Well, you won't yeah. produce any because you're just like the sun's yeah. coming up. If you're <laughs> yeah, watching TV, yeah, yeah, it's like night. What yeah. was my melatonin like? Yeah. I think yours was okay. Right. Yeah, from memory. Yeah, yeah. Um, but my cortisol was high at night too, wasn't it? After yeah, training. your cortisol was yeah a bit up and down. Yeah. But it also depends on what you're doing that day. So yeah. really understanding that too. And then back to the bloods. I think you know zinc is usually people sit on the lower side mm-hmm. and there's always an upper limit to these things. So it's good to actually check um, with a practitioner before you go supplement stuff. Mm-hmm. But because you could be taking something for no reason. Mm. Um, yeah. Your zinc was a little bit low and mm. you obviously need that for, you know, uh, all your hormones, testosterone, DHEAs, every single one of your hormones you need zinc for your neurotransmitters. So you want that optimal, but mm. not just for that, but for your immune system, your skin. So yeah, getting your zinc a bit higher to yeah. around 15 would be good. Okay, nice. And why and why zinc? How do you say it? Polycanate? Picolinate. Picolinate. Yeah. Why that zinc just over other zincs? Better utilised by the body, better right. absorbed. Yeah. yeah. And it's such a tiny amount, isn't it? It's that one little scoop, yeah. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was yeah, making I got, sure I that, that, too, that was yeah. the amount. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> um, cool. So I had oysters yesterday too, just so I didn't yeah. have my zinc yesterday. Obviously, food form is always better yeah. to get mm, it in yeah. your diet. Um, yeah. Yeah, because I've noticed I've had, I've had other zinc ones where I feel sick after a day. Like zinc makes you feel sick sometimes mm. if you have it like with no food or something. Yeah. Know? Yeah. Mm. Um, but this one doesn't. That's normal. Yeah. That's normal? Yeah. yeah okay. Um, <laughs> Fuck, I'm hungry. Think talking about this shit. <laughs> um, so is that, that's the main take? Oh, and, and the core, like my cholesterol. Okay. Yes. So HDL, LDL, all that sort of biz. What's the good one? What's the bad one? Um, what was I high in? Um, I don't think you were, you were just, I mean, they really amplify when it's out of range, when it doesn't really need to be. Mm-hmm. So cholesterol is protective for your body. So you produce more cholesterol as a result of inflammation. So if you have any inflammation, your cholesterol will go up. Um, if you're not, you know, eliminating metabolized cholesterol out of your body, it recirculates and it can go up. If you're not having enough fiber, you can have a high cholesterol. But yours wasn't anywhere near that range mm-hmm. where you should be worried. Mm-hmm. You know, you're looking at your triglycerides and you want that really under one and that's more of, where you need to look. Mm. I'm not s- discounting like high cholesterol at all, but you were probably, I think you were like 5.6 and that's like one point or even normal. And yeah. so HDL is your good cholesterol and you want that higher than your LDL, but that's sometimes just a little bit out of whack. And mm. yeah, I guess you just need to check in with a practitioner because like you don't have any cardiovascular risk in your family either. Mm. And I asked you that already. So mm. then maybe I'd highlight that a bit more and get some more other, like some other bloods done mm. if we needed to. 
and testosterone was through the roof, guys. Mm. Lucky. The, the <laughs> I was actually that was the only thing I really cared about. It. As I was like before I got, it, I was like, man, what if my testosterone is like hell low? <laughs> yeah, yeah. it's like you'd be so beta. I'd be like, just not. We wouldn't be having this podcast. Like, <laughs> yeah, fully, yeah. like I'd be like so worried, and I was like, all right, okay. Like I was waiting for it, waiting for it, and then I'd come back, and it was like whatever mm. the points system. Um, it was like thirty-five or something, or thirty-six, yeah. whatever it's meant to be. Um. But I was glad I was on the the high above the high end of the scale, yeah. and um, and then I was thinking, okay, what lowers all these guys' testosterone? Because I'm on my phone a lot, so I was thinking, is that going to fuck with my testosterone? But um, I start to think more almost now. I know there's inflammation, I know there's diet, but is it a cultural thing more than anything? Because obviously we're fighting all the time, we're doing mm. MMA, doing jiu jitsu. That's going to bump it up. Yeah, and when we're doing it afterwards, there's a feeling in the room with the boys. It's like. You're mm. all talking, room, room, room. <laughs> and mm. even just being around other men, like I was mm. mate in a game of chess the other day and the smack talk that goes with it, like just mm. that that masculine competitiveness, I feel like bumps our testosterone up. Yeah. And yeah. I, I, I wonder if it's just like all these guys, are they just like, is it the culture that's softening them and lowering the testosterone or is it? The LGBTQ movement. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know what it is, but something's like, um, lowering all these males testosterone to the level of what is it like fucking the level of a six year old man yeah um in the year two thousand are you seeing it in like a particular age group or um well no I'm just seeing from, it from studies I've heard yeah I'm just seeing about studies yeah but yeah. I'm also seeing Low it from 20. from yeah. men being other around other men and yeah. say like younger men and their lack of drive and their uh just not like they're they're just discontent with the way things are and yeah. like. And I think of Genghis Khan. There's, there's a reason why I wanted to take over the world. There's a, mm. I want to take over the world. <laughs> you know, like yeah, I think there's like a in me. massive mm. tech side of it as well, and you know that yeah. dopamine cycle with um, like addicting, addicted to screens and and all of that. And you know that exposure when you're in your teens is going to completely muck up your hormones. True, and then you become very unmotivated, and then you're not doing those things that do build your testosterone. Life. Yeah, and you're not outside. You're not literally not doing anything i've seen that a lot in teenagers yeah and you, you don't get any confidence you're just like mm. you know a bit blah kind of thing and then yeah that doesn't really help and that i guess that stems down to culture and then being locked in for like three years with covid yeah, yeah. not doing any of those things and Sleep. i think it's good to have like a you know you need to like take your roles as a gender whatever gender you are mm. and um but you know it's good to have a balance of those things too i guess mm. maybe there's yeah, yeah. that balance. Yeah, yeah. I'll just see like some of my younger friends' friends and they're just like so happy like going to work, then going to the pub and then mm. gambling. Yeah. And then oh, they go yeah. to the work again. And, and I'm like, well, how's this person going to support a family? Like, how's yeah. this person going to – like I was, if I was a female, I'd be repulsed by them. You know what I mean? <laughs> yes. Like, like, and that's, that's the standard. And, the, and yeah. like, the standard of man, I feel like, is just dropping and I feel yeah. sorry for the ladies. It doesn't seem like there's a lot of men out there. No. Nah. You know, in the, in the younger generation. Yeah. 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 It's like, yeah, it's it's weird. Um, yeah. I think so, okay, that was our bloods. Well, yeah. yeah. And men. And bloods and testosterone, <laughs> right? Yeah, um, we've got to talk about that. <laughs> so then our, our, our cortisol and that showed – so our Dutch test showed that our cortisol was just way too high, so we brought in adrenal herbs. We brought in why – did, why did we bring in magnesium? And I know we spoke about the B vitamins, right? Yeah. Why did we bring in magnesium for, for us, for Jake and I? Everyone needs magnesium, first of all. Yeah. Literally everyone. <laughs> mm. But 
I guess, you know, there's so many roles in magnesium. It's good for your nervous system. You're burning through when you're active and you're using a lot of, you know, you're sweating a lot or you're just active lifestyle. You just require more because you burn through more. Mm. And magnesium is very good for your adrenals. It's a very easy way to level them out. But yes, we're, we're all pretty low in magnesium. I've never seen anyone high in magnesium in a blood test or in anything. It just helps everyone. Some people don't react well to it. Mm, okay. They pretty much know straight away. Like they might just get, um, you know, loose bowels or whatever. And then yeah. mm. that's it. Like yeah. you just need a very, the bare minimum. Yeah. yeah. I, my, uh, so I got the um, bioptimizers one. I remember yeah. we talked about yeah. that. And I was talking to you the other day yeah. about whether that's good or whether... Because I know it has the seven different types of magnesium, isn't there? Yeah. And so the the Magtor one, what's the difference between, say, Wade Lightheart's one, the, the um, magnesium breakthrough, compared to the Magtor one? Magtor has a lot of. So I gave you guys that one because, yeah. and this is a practitioner product, so you won't be able to get it on the shelf or anything. Okay. Um, high Love doses, it. mm. and it's got activated bees in it, so so it's more it's, bioavailable. Uh, most people who are low in magnesium are low in bees, and just with what you guys presented with, you yeah. need the B vitamins because okay. you do burn through more B vitamins when, you know, oh, especially for you yeah. with your HPA axis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, that combination. And there's also some taurine in there, which is good for your liver. So I really cool. like that supplement because people cool. notice yeah, get that a change today. straight away. But yeah, you wouldn't want to take that at night because that will... Magtor? Yeah, you're not taking oh, right. that at night, are you? I'm taking yeah. magnesium at night. No, no, okay. the Magtor. No, you, don't, you don't have Magtor, do you? No, I don't have it. Okay, yeah. good. If no, you're no, taking no. just like a straight magnesium, that's fine at night. Yeah, but if okay. it's one with B vitamins, you, you can okay. kind of keep you awake for you. I think oh, you'll okay. stay awake. Okay, cool, cool. But yeah, I yeah, like first thing in the morning. All right, yeah, and nice. Yeah, there's so many different combinations out there of magnesiums, B vitamins, mm. but um, the Magtor has um, magnesium citrate, glycinate. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a few there for different things. Yeah, I'm excited to try that, hey. Yeah. yeah, and you can keep the other one as well. You probably yeah, need all I'll the magnesium. Yeah, I bought two jars of it. Yeah. <laughs> um, I haven't noticed a difference. What's, what's activated B vitamins? Like what is activated part so of it? So it just means it's like a better form so your body can absorb it more. Okay, okay. Yeah. And for the different types of magnesium for people listening, and they're like, fuck, what magnesium do I want to buy? Yeah. What magnesium do they want to buy? Depends on what you need, I guess. So if it's, it's like sleep. Glycinate. Glycinate, yeah. okay. Nice. And say if it's just like after training relaxation. You could also do glycinate, but you could also get a combo as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, what are okay, what are so the other reasons for have for it then? Like I just think so magnesium is relaxing. It is, yeah, yeah. It really calms your nervous system. Um, muscle aches and pains, mm. good for testosterone, good mm. for estrogen, progesterone, so many different um, mechanisms in magnesium. It will what else will it do? It, it controls your like your nerve pulses and the messaging between your nerves and your muscles. So you really need that if you're training. Yeah. yeah. Wow. That's and if you have a lot of coffee, you know, you just mm. might want a bit more magnesium. Oh, my God. That's the biggest thing. I was like, <laughs> I, I know I was supposed to quit coffee and I, I just... Just cut, to try I, it out. I just cut down coffee yeah. um, to one shot a day. And that, that plus the sups that I was on, I was like, fuck, okay, maybe it isn't coffee. Like I just yeah. felt so much calmer. Yeah. And I felt like everything was uh, – like I know my nervous system really well with coffee. And mm. I, just was, I felt like everything was a bit more under control. Yeah. And, um, I, and, and also my skin. I noticed in my skin I, f- I look dehydrated and tired if, I, if I'm overdoing the coffee. Yeah. And I felt like once I got on those supplements and ashwagandha and stuff, I was like, well, I look, I look more vibrant for sure. Yeah, you can yeah, feel it's, it It's too. interesting, eh? Like, 
Yeah. It's so cool. It's like you can't hide it. <laughs> yeah, you just need to find the right mix for you. For you. Because everyone's hey. different. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then we did our hair test and the hair test is the one that shocked me a bit because I was yeah. high in mercury, lead, arsenic, mm. maybe a little high in chromium or something. Um, high in heavy metals, right? You haven't done your hair test, have you? Mm. Oh, yeah. You, and he was sweet, eh? No, no I had high aluminium. Things, yeah. Oh, yeah, right. Aluminium and high the aluminium. other... Manganese? Yes. Yeah, yours was not as high. Yeah, it was just them two. Yeah. Yeah, so that's so weird that I I didn't have aluminium high, but Mm. like I had all these other ones high. And it's funny because I worked aluminium scaffold for years. Mm. I I guess it didn't go through my skin that much. Yeah. Um, But so that was a shock. And and where would you say I would get that from? Like that's the crazy thing. Now I've got a a filter on my shower since – I got a Sprite uh, shower filter for people listening. It was quick. It was like 140 bucks. Yeah. Put it straight onto your, um, just screw it straight in. So now I'm filtering that shit out. But where would I have got all this shit from? And You could have got it from generations ago. Who knows? Mm, like, because yeah. obviously that's in our blood and yeah. it's getting passed down. So if you're not getting it in this in your life, it could have been from, mm. you know, genetically just received it. But also our environment is full of heavy metals. It's just whether our body can detoxify them and if they're accumulating mm. you can get it from is it in cleaning products yeah, yeah. yeah. definitely was, it's in makeup and i was like, having jits last in, night and yeah I, and i was like they're just fucking spraying yeah, poison all over the mat cosmetics right. yeah yeah any yeah so many fucking avenues deodorants, you get it. deodorants yeah and you like just the like there's thing. i walked past a guy the other day <laughs> and he was just <laughs> like I was just like, fuck, he smells like that Lynx Africa. Yeah. Like, and it was just like, fuck, that's Imagine strong, man. smelling like, like that. That's on like your high body. Yeah. yeah. So I know. It's like, and, and the real hot guys that wear like. Yeah. yeah, I had it in high school. I mean, what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? Wait, what? <laughs> uh, um, I, my friend's little brother, he goes, man, Rowdy's little brother, he yeah. goes, it's fucking brutal. He has a shower, he gets out, like middle of night, like eight, eight o'clock at night, has a shower, gets out and just sprays Lynx. <laughs> No. All over himself and then goes Jacket in and in starts gaming. Like, oh, oh, that's, man. That's <laughs> yeah. Not good. Um, so, but yeah, lots of different avenues. You can get yeah. Them. And it, the, it's cool because it's in my hair. So I know my body's putting it in my hair to get it the fuck out of my body. Yeah. That's one avenue, past yeah. all the other detox pathways, right? Yeah. Um, and I sauna mainly, nearly every day. So I just imagine what it would have been if I didn't sauna every day. Yeah. So, so what would that have done to me? Or what? What do heavy metals? How do they affect the, the the being? And what do you do to get rid of them? Um, depends on how much you have. Depends on your genes. All of that stuff that we've already talked about. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, heavy metals are pretty brutal on the body. It, they accumulate in the brain, um, any other organ. That's why it's hard to get rid of them because you kind of need to draw it out, and then your neurotransmitters adjust and all of that. So it's a bit of a process. I guess if you did your test, if you guys did your test years ago, it might have been worse. Mm. You've probably done a lot of work and it takes mm. years to collate heavy metals and there is like another proper way you can do it with um, in a hospital mm. that you can collate it. But, yeah, you can use lots of – obviously a diet that you guys are on. Um, There's a really good supplement called um, heavy metal – what's the one? Metal free. Metal free. But um, I heard it's like so gnarly that – I've never heard of that before. Yeah. I'll have to have a look. Yeah, Paul did a bunch of research on it and um yeah, he gives it to his clients, but he's like it's it's the kind of thing that you just got to be so careful with. Yeah, I yeah. think it definitely when you're binding toxins like that. Mm. Like you know, mercury yeah, can get it hectic. in lots of different things. I won't say all of them yeah. on this podcast, yeah, but cuz someone who's already sick 
That yeah. just might be the thing that just tips them over the edge. Totally. You're getting it into the bloodstream because mm. when you're drawing them out, they need to come into the blood. Yeah. And mm. then you're just going to have an immune reaction or whatever if you're really unwell. Yeah. So, yeah, doing it safely with a pracky or just so that they can assess you yep. first is a good idea. Um, yeah, lots of different herbs like bilberry, um, grapeseed, celery seed. These are all naturopathic herbs. Yeah. They're Do binding herbs. You can do vitamin E, glutathione. Diatomaceous earth, is that yeah, one? Yeah. yeah, yeah. That's like clay and charcoal. Yeah, Any type of binder, binder will bind. Yep. But you can do all the binders you want. But if your body's not in that autophagy state, yep. I can never say it properly. Yeah. You're not going to clean up your cells. Mm. So you need to be in a, almost a state of ketosis? I think so. Yeah, yeah I think that's the best way to yeah. do it. Yeah. You need to be – your cells need to be cleaned up. And then – you know, it just gets complex. People who can't get into ketosis, they've got like full-blown mitochondrial issues and they're not going to be able to detoxify at all. Is that, so how, so, when it's in the brain, how do you get it out of the brain? Yeah, it's a bit scary thinking yeah. about heavy metals in the brain, isn't yeah. it? Um, yeah, keto diet, I think, mm. and then binders, which is what you're taking at the moment with yeah. that chelotox. Yeah, yeah. So lots of antioxidants, lots of glutathione. I think I gave you guys glutathione. Yeah, yeah. yeah. glutathione. Lots yeah. of vitamin C, um, not just like laughing around with doses but like yeah, high doses yeah. in a safe way yeah um yeah getting rid of your parasites as yeah. well we did that whole mm. thing on yeah on that so yeah and people yeah. need to just understand too it's not something that you fix overnight like there's a, cu- a cumulative things that have happened over totally. a long time so it's like it's a year minimum like start now and make these small changes start with your water start with your sleep then you can start to, you just it just starts to everything starts to add up yeah. and then all of a sudden you're feeling fucking amazing and you're like, fuck, what else can I change? It's not, it's just too much to bite off at once. It's like you need to start really small yeah. and then build your way up. I had a mm. girl call me for uh, health issues the other day on the phone mm. and I was just see if I wanted to work with her or not because mm. now it's like I'm just choosing who we want to work with and mm. I didn't work with her. Mm. Um, but she was like, yeah, yeah, I could just tell in the dialogue. I was like, I'm, I'm really healthy. I eat well. I seem to do this. I need to work on the movement. Mm. Well. And I was like, oh, okay, like, do do like, do like, you drink tap water? And she's like, oh, yeah, actually, I'm still on the tap water. And that's the first thing I hear yeah. when I know where this person's at in their health journey. Because yeah. I know if they were, it means, oh, they're not eating organic then. They're not spray-free. She's probably yeah. doing this. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just not. And she, I could just hear in her voice she wasn't ready to, mm. she was ready just to pay someone to fix her again. Mm. And I just don't, that doesn't fuel me at all, you know? No. Mm. Um, so it's like that that the water is probably the first thing, right? Fuck, yeah, like really. what else? You're yeah. made of water, you know. Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, that's yeah, that's 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 really cool. So, so you chillate it, you get it out. Um, and I am feeling pretty good at the moment, so I'm interested to see. Yeah. You know, have its. Uh, the funny thing was though, I was already feeling pretty good. That's right, because right? they your body mm. is made to survive. Like it knows what it's doing. It's gonna yeah. be able to keep it at bay. Yeah. But when you're really working on your health, it's good to know, and then definitely. Definitely. Yeah, eventually that'll come out. And for the people listening, it's like a the, we spoke about it before and um, Matt Walden did a two-day, three-day course on pain sensitization and what sensitizes pain in the pain neuroscience world and goes into everything, of course, about TMJ and heavy metals and this, mm. this and that. And they're all just inputs of stress to your nervous system. And then the more inputs of stress to your nervous system, your nervous system gets sensitized to the pain, whatever that pain may be. So if someone has a TMJ issue – and they've done all the the osteopathic work. They've done all the jaw stuff, but they've still got all this shit going on. That they they're definitely going to feel that pain more. And since I'm probably not noticing these heavy metals because all my other 
way of life. It's all pretty good compared mm. to the average. We're always eat organic. It's getting mm. plenty of sleep. I'm training, rah, 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 yeah. sauna. But if I wasn't doing all that shit, then I'd really be copying it. So it's not, again, it's not chasing the symptom. It's just correcting yourself as the whole. But now we're at that point out of curiosity that let's just see what we can find and be even better. And man, and I am better just from from supplements too, you know. That's where mm. I was taught, oh, it's all food, food, food. But now I'm realized, no, nah, no, nah, it's, it's not all food. Like mm-hmm. I don't eat, I'm not ca- chasing down game, eating the kidneys <laughs> of every animal and shit, you yeah, know. So exactly. what am I missing with that? I'm, yeah. I'm getting like a bit of steak and some veggies, but I'm not getting the same I guess variety of herbs and 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 organ meats and that that I'm getting in capsules because I'm not that sort of gnarly dude that's going to be cooking raw heart and and kidneys and stuff mm. you know so it's like that's where this comes into play into the Western world and we also have more stresses than they had yeah totally mm. yeah. and it's where you're at as well if you've got time to be or if that's a priority for you to be spending time in the kitchen making all the things and yeah you're right yeah um, you might not need supplements forever it might just be for now and then you can move to mm. maybe like a herbal mix which is still food base mm-hmm. yep and you learn what your body needs and then you can kind of rotate those. Mm-hmm. depending on whatever your pracky says, yeah. you know, whatever you th- they think that you need. And yeah, it's have, learning, I guess. Have, have you seen heavy metals before and after levels drop a lot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. definitely. But I'm not going to lie, it takes minimum six months, like yeah. absolute mm. minimum. So there's yeah. no point in testing after. And that's mm. if people mm. are actually doing it. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, good to know. So yeah. awesome. And awesome. That, because there's obviously other ways you can get them out with the doctor, with the hospital, um, way that they collate but yeah you're doing it with diet so it just takes mm. and subs it just takes longer yeah yeah i want to do it the natural yeah, way. Do it. yeah. yeah. Natural, baby. Um, cool beautiful yeah. beautiful podcast um yeah thanks so much for coming on today yeah no worries. Um, thanks so for having me you're, you're really good you're good at speaking i know you're a little nervous beforehand but you, you're really <laughs> good at this stuff yeah awesome. and if anyone wants to work with gabby just uh gabby at cultured wellness um yeah gabby at cultured wellness my email i've got a very unworked on Instagram, but you can, I'll definitely connect with people through there as well. But cool. Gabby, nutritionist and naturopath. Nice. And yeah. she'll, she'll be we'll sort stuff on Instagram. We'll be sending us some reels to post. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, and it's cultured wellness with a K. Yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and also cultured wellness is where we get all the testing done. You yes. go online, yeah. all of that sort of stuff. It's really interesting. Um, and we'd love to do another one one day when we retest and get it all on point and we can just talk about mm. this is the new and improved. How we're feeling. Yeah, but yes, like definitely. so far we're both like, well, I'm speaking for for me here. I'm feeling definitely better. I haven't even done my bloods, but I feel definitely better and calmer. And that's that's what you want, you know. Mm. You want it. It's not. It's evidence based, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I feel yeah. it in myself. So anyone who wants to work with Gabby or Cultured Wellness, like you know, who've done the cleanse and they've still got some issues going on, which that can happen. Oh, we had a guy yeah. that was having liver flukes out for fucking how many cleanses did you do? <laughs> like three or four cleanses or some shit. Yeah. And these thousands of liver flukes kept coming yeah. out of him, and they weren't stopping mm. so it was good because he knew oh fuck i got thousands of parasites in mm. me yeah but he was freaking out a little bit because he goes dude they're not stopping they just keep yeah. coming and coming and coming why were they i know we should we meant to end it but why why would, did they keep coming out of this guy oh so normal like i see so many yeah. people like mm. that it's not an abnormal thing mm. they just keep they're just really embedded and they keep coming then not just in the liver they're like right. parasites can be anywhere in the body it can be mm. in your brain Wow. In your lungs, yeah. in your gallbladder, mm-hmm. like they're probably just in coming out of those areas. Probably, actually, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. In yeah. Your eyes, yeah. And heaps yeah. of Australian fish these days, like normal creek fish, man. They were parasites. Heaps yeah. of them, flathead and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Watching videos of them. Um, yeah, because yeah, he's having it, so doing the cleanse, doing it again for the egg cycle. Yeah, which most people, to be honest, they have it, and then it does sort of stop it for them. They're like, mm. yeah, I feel great now. It hasn't come back. Rah, rah. They redo it, 
more have, haven't come out, you know. Um, but we, what we have them do is they do the four weeks, have a week off, and then they do it again. They start coming out again when those eggs hatch. And yeah. Get that sort of cycle. Mm. But those eggs are hatching. He's killing them, and then there's just more and more and more and more and more. And it's like that's what I was talking to Kirsty. She's like, well, his, his gut probably is just not strong enough. Yeah. Yeah. I, yeah I haven't organism. worked on that side of things too. Yeah. Really yeah. need to build up your microbiome so that yeah. they can crowd it out as well. But I'd say that there's just everywhere in the body still. Yeah, right. Yeah. And wow. that could just take a long time too, yeah. hey? But yeah, yeah it'll, that's, it'll that's stop. I just recommend seeing, that's you know, stop, yeah. you can always see someone like you guys to, yeah. to help implement some different stuff as well because, you know, we're yeah. happy to refer out, you know. Yeah, cool. yeah just for those extras because, like, the yeah. cleanse, otherwise it's going to cost everyone a fucking arm and leg if we yeah. throw the stuff into it, right? Yeah, so exactly. you get the basics, but it's like, yeah. it would be great to have some ma- magnesium while you're doing it, have these B yeah. bottles, like, just support yeah, so you can yourself. Cope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just yeah. support. Some people so have much. some pretty extreme symptoms in cleanses. So. Yeah. yeah. Oh, sure. fuck. And some of the shit that comes out of people, it's like, mm. it blows my mind. Yeah. You know? But we've had people, like, get a, f- Full arthritis medication and never got back on it, you know. And yeah. Told, like, yeah. So and yeah. like someone recently, Acid reflux. One guy got off it. Fifteen years he's been on it for. Yeah. Got off it. Yeah. So uh, much stuff. Skin. This chick just wrote in, sent photos of her skin. Now there she goes. I've been trying to deal with my skin for the six years, and and mm. it's, I'm watching the skin just go like all pimples all over her face, and it's like almost pure. And it's only yeah. been four weeks, and she's like, I'm about to redo it. And she's like, I just can't be- can't believe it. You yeah. Know? Mm. Imagine that how it, good that would feel. Yeah. Like, I know. Because I remember when I had like um, pimples when I was younger, as well, because I was eating KFC and shit, but. I got on proactive and it was such a stress. Remember I was proactive, like, dude? I remember proactive. Yeah, because yeah, this BMX all over dude had TV. it. And I was like, he, he fucking dude, I used think, it. And That's it was sick. expensive as shit. So expensive. It was yeah. so dumb. And it burnt, man. It was a Rakuten, eh? Because it was oh, like, it just yeah. burnt it your was, skin. It was ben, fucked. That uh, Ben's or some shit. Dumb, yeah. Dumb. And how good's like Kirsty's daughter? Right? Yeah. And she was like, she's got one, she got one pimple from like eating some bad yeah. food the other day and she was freaking out. And they're like, remember every girl in high school and like 13 year old just had acne right and yeah. it was just the norm it's just normal like we we're told oh it's mm. just hormones you know and Kirsty's daughter just Kirsty's daughter's just living on cultured food and organic <laughs> and all that mm. sort of shit right and just has the most pure skin and she put a video over up yesterday i was like that is such a like mm. her skin looks so nice as a 13 yeah. year old girl yeah. I, was like, I was like it's just that's, that's working healthy. that's health yeah, yeah. and yep. it there's vibrance in it and that's just what i want to see in everyone you know yeah, so fully. Body never lies, so remember that. Don't yeah. don't just listen to people. Just fucking yeah. Amen. listen to healthy people. All right. Well, thanks for Thank coming you. on, Gabby. Thanks for having me. We'll see me. you soon. Yeah. See you soon. Bye, <laughs> guys.